Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 29. Today's episode is going to be on zero food waste and the things that we do in our house to try and get to the point where we don't waste any food. Um, when they talk about zero food waste, I think it's almost impossible to literally have zero food waste. It's really hard, but it's a really great thing to try and waste as little as food as you possibly can. Um, as little of food, not as little as food, <laughs> as little food as you possibly can. Um, not only because who wants to waste food, but also really, really important for your for your budget. It's like a huge, huge waste of money to buy food and throw it in the garbage. So it's something that I really have always um, watched, you know, to try and make sure we're using up what we buy. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. So um, just listen to a couple of uh, quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the episode. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so as I said, today's episode is on um, zero food waste. So, but before we get into that, I just want to give my frugal tip of the week. So this week, what I wanted to share, um, which is not rocket science, I mean, everybody kind of knows this, but maybe everyone doesn't put it, put it into practice. Um, I really recommend trying to buy some generic brands that you haven't tried before, or like um, the food store brands because they really a lot of times are almost the exact same thing and they're usually definitely um, a lot less expensive than some of the bigger name brands. I know my kids are, you know, they they always get excited if I buy a name brand because they're like, oh, mom went crazy and bought like these name brands. They they call them like on brand, like, oh, why'd you buy these on brand items? What's going on? Because I don't usually buy those types of things. Usually if that happens, it's because I was stuck and I wasn't able to get what I needed in like a store brand um, or generic because I I really try and save a lot of money on food right now because we're trying to achieve some financial goals and food is just an area that's so easy to save on. So if you're not already doing it though, I definitely would recommend trying to use, trying at least some store brand products or, you know, um, generic type brands. Even if you just try like one each week, like swap out like your cereal for like the store brand cereal that week and just give it a try. You never know. You might wind up liking some of them and switching to them. And just doing that, I mean, it really does save a lot of money. So that's my frugal tip of the week. So let's move on. So the this week's episode is on um, zero food waste, which zero food waste is kind of like I don't even know if it's possible, and I have to accept that it's probably not really possible to have zero food waste, but the idea is to try and get as close as possible as you can to having zero food waste. So, I mean, wasting food has always been something that really bothered me anyway, uh, before I even really got into watching our finances better and really kind of seeing and being intentional and where our dollars were going and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, because who wants to, like, take food and, like, throw it in the garbage? There's just something doesn't feel right about that. 
So anyway, it happens though. I mean, sometimes for whatever reason, something doesn't get eaten or a vegetable you bought went bad before you expected it and and there's going to get something thrown into the trash. But the idea is to try and do the best that you can um, to not have that happen and just try and put things in place to help you get as good as you can at not wasting food. So one of the first um, steps or tips I guess I have for um, trying to eliminate food waste is as you're about to plan your meals from the week, first shop from your freezer or your pantry. So when you, you know, after obviously you're going to know what you're going to need that's already in your freezer or pantry that you're using in the current week, but take a look at your freezer Um, See what meat you have in there. Like say, for example, if you bought a package of chicken last week and you only needed to use half of it and you froze the the rest of it. Well, try and use that chicken in this week's meal plan because there's really no reason to hang on to it. Like I used to kind of have that feeling like, oh, I'd want to accumulate um, a lot of stuff in the freezer. Um, but even if you do have like a backlog, there's still no reason to accumulate the new stuff. Like you want to use it up. That's why you purchased it. So try and see what you have in your cabinets, see what you even have in the fridge. Maybe if there's some vegetables that need to be used up, check your freezer, check everything that you have and incorporate that into your food plan. And you'd actually be surprised too on how much that saves you on your food shopping. Cause a lot of times you have a lot of things you can already incorporate into your next week's meal plan, and then you, um, you know, you know, you don't have to rebuy those things. You already have them. So, you know, check, um, you know, even like uh, anything that's going to expire soon, like any canned items or rices. Well, I mean, not that rices are going to expire, but like any like rice mixes, well, they will expire. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, those aren't typically the things that you have that are going to expire soon. But. Uh, yeah, so just check through your pantry and see what you have and try and incorporate pantry items, freezer items into your meal plan first. So once you've done that, um, my next tip is to make sure you're doing meal planning. If you're not meal planning, it's really, really hard to not waste food because without having a plan on what you're going to make each day, it makes it hard to go food shopping and to buy the items that you're actually gonna make sure you use up because they don't always match up. Like if you're just kind of randomly buying like meats and side dishes and things like that, unless you're really good at, I guess, planning what you're gonna make like while you're in the store and making sure you kind of know what's gonna go with each meal, it makes it really difficult. So you really wanna make sure you have a meal uh, planned for every day of the week and Um, what you're going to need to purchase for those meals. So basically, when you're going into the store, you're purchasing exactly what you're going to need to make those meals that you have on your meal plan. So there's no reason why anything would go to waste because you're buying exactly what you need and you're not buying what you already had on hand because you already checked your freezer and your pantry to make sure what you had and you're not purchasing it again. So that's really helpful in wasting less food because you're not buying things that you don't need and you know whether you're cooking on a budget or if you're cooking higher end foods just by meal planning it's going to save you a lot of money because you're not going to be buying those extra things that you don't need so i i really think that um meal planning is is very important 
in trying to get to zero food waste. I think it's probably the most important um, thing you can do. Um, another tip related to planning your meals is to make sure you're thinking about perishable items. Like if you're using perishable fruits or vegetables in your meal planning, you wanna make sure that you plan to use those up earlier in the week and then make less perishable things later in the week. For example, say if you were using uh, making a recipe that called for like fresh spinach or like a bagged salad or something like that was like part of your meal plan, you know that those things are gonna go bad quicker. So make sure you put those on your meal plan for earlier in the week and then use maybe something like cauliflower or Brussels sprouts or something like that later in the week. Same thing like um, with fruits. Um, so, you know, strawberries, you might wanna use them up sooner where like apples and oranges, you could use those later. So for like snacks and things like that, try and kind of plan when, you, when you're gonna use up stuff so that it doesn't wind up going bad. You don't wanna eat apples earlier in the week and then go to eat strawberries later and they're moldy because you didn't kind of think about. So just kind of think about using stuff up, um, you know, first, whatever's gonna go bad first, use that up first. And then, oh, just a quick tip regarding, I don't know if you use avocados, but we, we eat a lot of avocados in our house. And just a tip on avocados, like, or anything, it doesn't have to be avocados, but anything that's similar like that, where it kind of has like that, you go to buy it and it's either like totally not ripe or totally overripe, um, just kind of keep that in mind with your meal planning. If you know you're going to make something, say with, say with an avocado later in the week, you don't want to buy one that's like ready to be eaten today because it's going to be bad by the time you go to cook it. So just kind of have in your mind when you're purchasing those types of things to buy them based on the timing when you're going to make them. And if you do go to the food store and say they only have like super ripe avocados, then try and keep your meal plan flexible where you could maybe swap out the meal that was gonna use those and cook that earlier in the week and then switch the meal you were gonna have that day to another day later in the week. And just a tip on avocados, if you do eat avocados, um, if you have them out so that they ripen, like if they weren't very ripe when you purchase them, as soon as they hit like that perfect ripeness, just stick them in the fridge I don't know, a lot of people probably already know this, but it really like helps keep them a lot longer if you just stick them in the fridge as soon as they're at like that perfect ripeness. And that might work for some other things, I'm not sure. Another tip with meal planning and wasting less food is if it's, if it's possible, um, depending on what you're making, buy frozen fruits and vegetables because they won't go bad because you're sticking them right in the freezer. And they're just as good for you. Um, I've read some information on frozen um, vegetables and fruits, and they say they're, they're just as good for you. They don't lose any nutrients when they're frozen. And not only that, but sometimes they're even better for you because they're picked at their like peak ripeness and then frozen, like right at the perfect time. So I would definitely consider doing more frozen fruits and vegetables if you can, because you're at a lot less, a lot less risk of wasting them because you don't have to use them up in a certain time. You would just make sure you use them either when you bought them or if you need to shift them to the next week or whatever. Um, you're not gonna have to be like, okay, let me make sure I use up the frozen spinach Monday because it's gonna go bad. No, it's not. You don't have to worry about that. So that's another suggestion. Um, and then make sure, so you, you went through, you got all your meal plans together, what you wanna make for the week. Once you have your meal plan together, just double check again your freezer and your pantry and your fridge to make sure that you don't have 
items, um, you know, for those recipes. Because you already shopped it, you already checked your freezer and your pantry and all when you were first making your meal plan. But now that you've probably added on extra meals and things like that, you just want to do a double check to see if you might already have some of the ingredients that are needed. Because it's the worst when you go to the food store and you buy something and you come home and you go to put it away and you're like, oh, I already had like five of those. <laughs> that, that used to happen to me all the time. It really doesn't anymore because I like really am very pur purposeful about my meal planning, but I've been doing it for quite a while. And I, it definitely happened to me earlier on when I wasn't really checking things, but I've kind of gotten it down now. But you definitely want to check what you already have in stock because you don't want to repurchase things. And not only does that save money, but it's it makes it better for storage too. Like it saves you space if you're not buying things that you don't need. You know, like if you have like three cans of corn, you don't want to go out and buy two for a recipe because you didn't need it. Now you have five cans of corn in the cabinet until you make your meal that night. So I use um, an app called Meal Board to do my meal planning. Um, they're not a sponsor or anything like that. I just really like it. So basically you can import all of your recipes into that app. I haven't really, I've found like very, very few sites that I couldn't import from, but definitely all the big recipe sites and even a lot of smaller ones I've imported from. And once the recipe's in there, it's in there. So you can plot out your meal plan for the week from the recipes that you have in the app. And then you choose the week that you're working on and it will create your shopping list for you. And it's like a checklist you could check off right on your phone. So what I do is I create my meal plan, I look at what's on the list, and then I like immediately check off the things that I know I have, just like basic things like salt, pepper, butter, milk, you know, things like that. And then I'll look at it and then that's when I'll check my pantry and my freezer and things like that to see what else is on the list that I might already have. And then I take that list and I put it in another app called IntelliList. That's more like a budgeting thing for me because it has prices in it. And I use that to make sure I'm sticking to my food budget. But that's a whole different thing. Um, so anyway, I just find it really helpful. That way I'm purchasing just what I need. And I don't think I mentioned this already, but I do have a separate um, episode where I go over how I do my meal planning on a budget. So if you're interested, that's out there too. So anyway, that's meal planning. My next tip that I have, which is very important because this is the whole thing we're trying to do, not waste food, use up the leftovers. It's really important to try and make sure you use up your leftovers. Um, if you can use them up for another meal, um, if you have like a side dish, um, say you have a side dish that you didn't use up tonight and you can make it work with tomorrow's uh, meal then like use it up for tomorrow's meal um, try and make meals that your family likes as leftovers or at least one or two of you like as leftovers like for example I do um, a chipotle night every other week where it's not like takeout we just do like homemade chipotle bowls I do like rice and beans and cheddar cheese and sour cream and salsa you know we put out all that kind of stuff and everyone just kind of makes their own bowl um, so like I love taking that for leftovers for lunch so like that's a good one where I know whatever's left over I'm gonna take for lunch the next day so that will all get used up pretty much always so try to try and incorporate meals that you know the leftovers will get eaten because that'll really um, help you know with making sure you kind of have a plan on what's gonna happen with that food so 
oh, another thing. So say, you know, with all the meal planning you do and everything like that, something still occasionally comes up where you had a meal planned for tonight and I don't know, you ran really late with a kid's activity or whatever, got really busy, had to do, who knows, things come up, things happen. And there's always that occasional time where you're not going to wind up making the meal. Maybe you wind up just throwing a frozen pizza in the oven or ordering out or whatever happens. So you want to make sure that you take that meal now. You, now you're going to basically have an extra meal in this week's meal plan that you purchased the food for, but you're not going to wind up cooking it. So you want to make sure you shift a meal into next week's meal plan. It doesn't necessarily have to be the meal that you were going to cook tonight. Um, it can, you can shift things around however they make the most sense. Like say if tonight's meal, you had already defrosted the meat, but you didn't get to cook it because whatever happened. So that one, obviously you're going to need to make either like tomorrow or like the next day, the day after that tops. So that we can't get shifted. But one of the meals that that's going to now replace is still, you still have the stuff for that. And most likely the food is frozen. Like if it was like a, a meat or whatever, or whatever you have, if it's frozen, um, you know, you can now take that and move it to next week's meal plan. And you don't have to purchase that again and everything will still get used up. So definitely make sure you're kind of being flexible and moving things around and making sure that if something, you know, you don't want to miss a meal. You don't want to not use things that you purchase and then just kind of forget about it. You want to make sure that you move it into next week's meal plan. That way you still use it up. Uh, so, oh, so another thing that I wanted to talk about is trying to use up your leftovers um, in other meals if you can. Like for example, uh, taco pizza. <laughs> Every time, I know probably a lot of people don't have or haven't heard of taco pizza, but I don't know. It's something we had at one point and we really liked it. So we've incorporated it into our plan to use up the leftovers by making sure that every week that we have tacos, which I do tacos every other Tuesday. Um, so the week we have tacos, I make sure that on that Saturday for lunch on the weekend, I make taco pizza. So basically what taco pizza is, is I just make take a frozen pizza, I put the leftover um, taco meat on top of it and some um, like chopped up jalapenos and I bake it like that. And then when it comes out, when it's hot, you put like cold lettuce and tomato on top of it and you make taco pizza. I know it sounds probably weird to someone who hasn't had it before, but it's one of our favorite like snack kind of things. And it makes a great lunch and it uses up the leftover taco meat from the from the meal and it uses up the leftover lettuce and tomatoes from tacos so that like that's a really good way to use that up another thing we do is i make pork tenderloin sometimes and there's always leftovers whenever i make that so if i'm making pork tenderloin i always make sure i plan within a couple of days after having that meal to make pork fried rice so then i just chop up whatever's left of the meat and i just make some rice and eggs and you know, make it into a fried rice meal. So we use up all of that pork fried rice, not use up the pork fried rice, use up all of the pork tenderloin by making pork fried rice. Another example is if I make a whole roasted chicken, within a few days, I'll boil it up, take the rest of the meat off and make chicken soup. So just kind of try and keep that in mind of thinking of things you're making and how you might be able to use them up in another meal. 
Um, so that, yeah, so that's kind of all like related to meal planning and using up leftovers. Those are really important if you want to try and eliminate the food that you're throwing in the trash and money that you're wasting by doing that. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is freezing foods. So, I mean, a lot of the, most of the stuff that I buy from the food store goes right into the freezer anyway. Um, that's just like your typical, like your basic ingredients, you know, like if I get meat, I take it out in portions and I freeze it in Ziploc baggies, shredded cheese, I put right in the freezer, uh, white bread, hamburger, hot dog buns, those all go right in the freezer. Um, so things like that. Those are just kind of like your basics. I just immediately freeze them because I don't want to take a chance of them going bad if for some reason I can't use it when I thought I was going to use it. But then also there's a lot of things that are left over that you can fr freeze and then use up a another time. Like a lot of things that I make that I, that I will wind up freezing and then using up for another meal is things like chili, uh, pulled pork. Uh, I make a French dip in the um, crock pot sometimes. I'll freeze the leftovers for that. Pasta sauce. Um, most soups, not like a milk-based soup, although I don't know, you might be able to, but I think that would be weird. But you know, like maybe like chicken broth or chicken soup without the noodles, and then you can like, or like split pea soup, I make split, split pea soup sometimes, again, without noodles. And then you could just like reheat it for a lunch one day and add noodles, um, things like that. But again, once you stick them in the freezer, make sure you have a plan for it. Like a couple weeks ago, I had some leftover split pea soup and I put it in a baggie and I froze it and I, I, you know, I stuck it in the freezer. But as soon as I stuck it in the freezer, I went into my meal planning app and you can go like ahead quite a ways. I don't even know if there's a limit on how far ahead you can go. But what I did is I went into the app and I went like several weeks ahead and I put on there split pea soup for lunch on like a weekend so that I knew that I wasn't just going to stick it in the freezer and then forget about it. It went in the freezer, I immediately put it on the meal plan on a day that I had planned to use it up. So just definitely make sure if you're freezing things to use in the future, one, here's something I forgot to tell you, make sure you mark it, because as much as you think you're gonna know what that was, so many times I'll look at something in that you know in the past before I would mark things, and it'd be like, what the heck is this? It's things to somehow turn like, unidentifiable when they get frozen you're just like oh my gosh what is that so make sure you mark it and make sure you plan when you're going to use it because if you just freeze it and stick it in there you'll never remember and then it won't get used up and then four or five months down the road you're going to be throwing it in the garbage so it wasn't worth taking the time to freeze it so just make sure you're doing that um, you might also want to consider making freezer meals at one point i was really really into this and i just love the idea of it i just haven't been able to get it to work into my schedule right now um, but there's lots of cookbooks and websites that are dedicated to specific recipes that are made to be frozen. Um, some of them are like fully cooked meals where then you just kind of like are reheating it. Um, some things are like maybe where you're preparing a casserole to bake, but it's not baked yet. There's, there's all different types of things you can do to prepare food and have it frozen. And not only does it um, help you with not wasting food because you can, you're buying it, you're making it for this freezer meal. It's not going to go bad because it's in the freezer, of course, as long as you use it in the amount of time um, that it needs to be used in. But it, you're saving time too. You're saving um, on, on a night when you're like super tired or you just don't have time to cook. You have something in the freezer that you can just pop in the oven and an hour later it's ready or something like that. But you don't even have to do the full freezer meal prep if you just 
aren't able to find time for that right now. You can even do simple things like um, when I get chicken, like sometimes for a while I was doing like chicken nuggets a lot. So like when I got the chicken, I would immediately like cut it up into small little chunks. That way the night that we were gonna do chicken nuggets, I would defrost the chicken and it was already prepared. Um, also, like if you're gonna be um, grilling or even like broiling, like say chicken or chicken breast or like whatever, or even steak, things like that, you can like put them in the baggie, put the marinade in there and freeze it. And then that way the day you take it out, it just like defrosts in the marinade and it's already marinated. So it just, little things like that can help make your life easier. And it's nice to have those foods already ready to go when you, um, um, you know, when you're gonna cook for that day. So those are just a couple of tips on freezing foods. There's actually a lot of foods that um, freeze well too, and there's whole websites, again, devoted to that. But just a couple of things um, that I can just share that are foods that freeze well. Butter, you could just stick like the sticks of butter right in the freezer. We actually kind of use it up fairly quickly in my house because we have five of us. So I, I actually just put them all right in the fridge and I don't know, they seem to be fine. I, they probably have gone past how long you're supposed to keep butter in the fridge. I'm not even really sure, but we've never had a problem. But you definitely can freeze butter. Um, you can freeze milk. I've heard about this so much lately. I have never actually personally done it, but I've seen it on so many of the YouTube videos that I watch. And I, I even heard it on like some podcasts recently. So it's like a big thing, I guess, lately people have been talking about. And I guess what you're supposed to do is just take, like if it's like a jug, like a big one of those like gallon jugs of um, milk, you would just take like a cup out of it and put it in, you know, just so that like, um, you know, just drink it or whatever, but just so that there's like some air in the container so that when it freezes, if it expands, it's not gonna like explode the, uh, the you know, the gallon container, the plastic container. Although it was funny, one of the women that I watched, she goes, I'm a rebel. I just stick it in there without emptying any of it. I've never had a problem, but you can do it however you want, whatever you think makes sense. Um, I would probably suggest emptying it a little just in case because you don't want to take a chance. Um, some other things, uh, cream cheese you can freeze. Um, you wouldn't want to freeze it and use it on like a bagel or something, but like if you're making a recipe that calls for like cream cheese to make it like a creamy consistency or something like that, you can definitely do that. That I have done many times because a lot of times I only need like say like a few tablespoons of cream cheese for a recipe and I'm not going to wind up using it for whatever. We don't have bagels in the house or whatever. I just don't see how it's going to get used up. So I'll just like wrap it up and then stick it in a Ziploc bag and stick it in the freezer and then the next time I need it for a recipe... I'll just pull it out and defrost it. Um, sour cream, again, that's only if, really if you're gonna be using it for recipes. Like you wouldn't wanna um, freeze sour cream and then like make like a chip dip out of it. Cause I think sometimes those dairy type things, the consistency can get funny, but if you're using it in a recipe, it's totally fine. Um, bananas, you definitely can freeze bananas. I think a lot of people probably do this. You know, like when you get some bananas on your counter and they're getting really ripe, Rather than letting them go to waste, just stick them in a baggie and freeze them. You can make banana bread. You can put them in smoothies. I make like a really good um, like cookie. It's like an, it's just basically like oatmeal, mashed bananas, and like some chocolate chips. So you can make lots of things with frozen bananas. So they're, that's a really great thing to definitely don't ever let those go to waste. It's such a waste <laughs> to let those go to waste because you can so easily just stick them in the freezer and use them for something. Um, fresh spinach, like the bags of like the baby spinach, 
you definitely can freeze that. Um, I don't, I don't think you would want to like defrost it and eat it like in a salad. I've never done that before. Um, you definitely can use it in a recipe, like if you're making like a cooked spinach type recipe. Um, but what it's also really good for is to just stick in a smoothie. You can just grab a handful. It doesn't all freeze together. Like you could just reach in and like grab a handful and stick it in a smoothie. So that's definitely good to freeze. That's something where sometimes it'll look like it's going to start to go bad in that bag before you get to use it. I don't know if, I don't know what it is, but like sometimes those seem to go bad really quick and other times they are fine for a few days. But if you, if it looks like it's going to start going bad, just stick it in the freezer and then that won't have to go to waste. Um, grapes can be frozen. I just read that. I have not done that before, but that sounds like a really great idea and you could just like eat them frozen like a treat. Um, and then another thing is uh, rice. I used to actually do this um, for like a fried rice freezer meal that I used to make when I was into like the freezer meal prep. And you basically just make the rice and freeze it and then you can just defrost it and use it in recipes or even like as a side dish or anything. So those are some freezer food tips. That's all I have for today. Um, most importantly, just make sure you're planning your food and planning to use it up. That's how you're gonna do the best with um, not wasting food and not wasting money on food that you're going to wind up throwing in the garbage. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to give me some feedback or send me a message or post something on our Facebook page, the Facebook page is facebook.com slash Lola's Frugal Life. It's all one word, no apostrophe. Um, that's the main page. I have some recipes on there from our meal plan for the last couple weeks. Um, I haven't really posted much else on there. I'm trying to get an idea of like what you guys would like to see posted on there. And then in addition to the regular Facebook page, there's also a private listeners group you can join. And in that group is where I was going to kind of have more discussion type topics, you know, like what are your budgeting challenges? How do you manage cleaning? How do you, what routines do you use? Just kind of different things that we can kind of share ideas and maybe get some um, tips from others in the group. So if you'd like to join the group, it's facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life. Um, again, all one word, no apostrophe. Or if you go on the regular Facebook page, you can also just find a link to the user group. And there's no, um, like, you don't have to answer any questions. You just click to join the group and I will accept you. And um, it's, it's a small group right now, but I'm really looking forward to building it. So it'd be really awesome if you wanted to join. And I really thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a really awesome day and uh, I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much.